I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 99. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to talk to you today and I am pretty excited that this is my 99th podcast and my 100th is coming up soon. I am going to give myself some kudos for keeping this going for almost two years. I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast, I had thought about starting a podcast years ago and then sort of got stuck in a little bit of indecision and not taking action. And then I think two years in a row, I realized I had wanted to start a podcast and written that down as a goal and had not really followed through with it. So now here I am almost two years in and I'm so glad I did. So today I wanted to talk to you on the first of the year. This is airing on January 1st, 2024. So New Year's here in the United States, the next year. And I wanted to talk to you about something that I think a lot of us do, which is making ourselves wrong, thinking that there's something wrong with us or making ourselves wrong for something that we have done or not done. And so I want to talk to you about how to stop making yourself wrong and why you should. So when I talk about making yourself wrong, what I'm talking about is not any sort of idea that you can never make a mistake, right? That you're never wrong. I think I've talked about the fact that being open to the fact that I could be wrong or other people could be wrong, or both of us could be right, helps with finding common ground, helps with connecting, helps with sort of diffusing confrontation and argument. I certainly have been wrong about many things and will continue probably to be wrong about many things. But what I want to talk about is that I don't make myself wrong. So if I make a mistake or I get something wrong, I don't make me wrong. I don't use that as evidence that there's something fundamentally wrong with me, that I'm somehow flawed or bad or broken or anything like that. And that just makes me feel better. And it makes me able to have the curiosity to really look at, am I wrong? Did I make a mistake? Would I do it differently now? Maybe I came to a wrong conclusion that now I wouldn't agree with. Can I take responsibility for that? Because the problem with making ourselves wrong and taking it personally, so when we make a mistake or we get something wrong or we do something right in a way that we would now label wrong, If we use that as evidence to make yourself wrong, what we do is we create a lot of shame around that typically and a lot of blame, right? You'll know because you'll feel sort of ashamed of yourself. You might feel like you want to hide it, 
accept or not acknowledge it. We get defensive sometimes, or we can even go on the offensive as well. But it has more emotional valence, more intensity than just an error without any sort of repercussions for you as a person. And so that's how you can know, are you making yourself wrong as you go about the experience of living? And sometimes we do things erroneously. Sometimes we believe something that we later realize isn't true, right? Or we get something wrong. I think I've told the story before about one of my experiences during COVID has really become a touchstone for me in not holding on to my being right, that I know right what's right. Of course, I still sometimes think I know what's right, but I really try to hold on to it much more loosely. And one of those experiences was during COVID. If you remember early on, there was this idea that if enough people could get vaccinated, we could create herd immunity where COVID would sort of fritter away or fizzle out because too many people would have immunity and so it couldn't spread. And of course, now we know that's not the case. We can't have herd immunity. And I just remember being so upset at the time because I really wanted to travel and I really felt like this is what science was saying. And if only everyone else would agree with me, right? All of us who were right about this, only of course we weren't, we could then do all the things we might want to do, right? And COVID would sort of disappear. And so that is an example of getting it wrong where I was completely mistaken. And I think a lot of the science that was suggesting that also, right, was very poorly understood at the time. We were just all trying to figure things out. But I don't use that to make myself wrong, right? I can sort of laugh about it now or see it. And that particular incident for me is actually very helpful, like a touchstone for me about not thinking I'm right and not having to be right and being okay with some uncertainty. But I just want to point out to you that I can get something wrong without making myself my person, my personality, my value, my worth, all of that sort of self-identity wrong. But if you're in the habit of making yourself wrong in some way, in some very personal way, when you make a mistake or believe something erroneous or in some ways make an error, then that is, again, going to be very difficult for you to acknowledge and to move on from. So I just want to offer you, what if we are not wrong? What if we can never be wrong? What if we have tendencies and personality traits, aspects of ourselves that we may not love, but can we accept them? You don't have to celebrate them. But what would it look like to not make yourself wrong, even when you get something wrong? And that alludes to the sort of second part of this stop making yourself wrong, which is the idea that there's something fundamentally wrong with us. And this was one of the things I really believed about myself that actually drove me to self-help and then discovering coaching was this sort of belief that fundamentally there was something wrong with me and I didn't know how to fix it or even if it was fixable. And again, you'll notice if you have this belief, if you are trying to 
sort of do self-coaching or interested in coaching or self-help with the idea that if only you can change parts of you, your personality or your thinking, you'll be a better version of yourself in a sense of being more valuable, more worthy, more complete versus the idea of approaching coaching and self-coaching and personal growth and development from the standpoint that there's nothing fundamentally wrong with you, but you may just want to tweak some things, right, or improve upon some things because it might be a better experience, because it might be more useful, because it might make it easier to go through life, because you might feel happier and more relaxed more at ease, more at peace. Those are the reasons I would pursue personal growth, development, coaching, and self-coaching, right? To feel better, to be happier, to experience more peace and ease and freedom in the world and in your life. Not because there's anything fundamentally wrong with you. So it's really a two-part thing. So stop making yourself wrong. Don't make it personal if you make a mistake, right? It doesn't mean anything about you. And what if there's nothing actually wrong with you? What if you are a normal human being with some flaws and foibles, some personality tendencies, all those things with some cultural baggage, maybe family baggage, all sorts of things we learned, and that's just normal. And if you want to work on yourself, great, right? Do it not because there's something fundamentally wrong with you and not because it will somehow make you a better person or more worthy, or deserving of love, or respect, or anything, success, but simply because there are ways that you can more easily navigate life, again, with more enjoyment, more happiness, less drama, have better relationships, enjoy life more, experience more peace and freedom around some of the inevitable challenges that we experience. So I just want to offer you this What if you notice, are you someone who makes yourself wrong? Do you feel shame or embarrassment? Or does it feel personal sometimes when you make a mistake? Or do you feel embarrassed or shame about some aspect of your personality or your choices, right? Your thoughts, your emotions. And what would be different if you could stop making yourself wrong in both of those situations? I will say from my own personal experience, it makes life a lot easier, right? If you can drop the self-blame and the self-judgment and stop making yourself wrong for both aspects of yourself that maybe you don't like and for sometimes making mistakes, sometimes being wrong about the facts or about your decisions, about whatever it is in your life that you are labeling as wrong or in error. I am gonna keep this brief because it is... New Year's Day. And I am just wishing each and every one of you a wonderful New Year's and a wonderful next year of life. Let's make it even more amazing than last year. I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, Sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.